Back in 2017, we collectively challenged ourselves to watch all the Resident Evil live-action movies starring Mila Jojovich before the release of Resident Evil The Final Chapter. Here we are, five years later since the last time we got together for a podcast, and there was a new Resident Evil live-action movie released, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City in 2021. So, the Surviving the Horror Challenge is back on. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we're going to try to survive this horror. Guys, let's just get right into it. What did you think, in very short terms, what did you think of this movie? Mike, I'll start with you. So, one thing that you'll note about the movie is that there was a kind of countdown clock happening that it was going to about 6 a.m., I believe. So I had the fortunate experience of watching this movie at around that time because my son went to bed and I had to clean up his stuff. And I'm like, hey, let me watch the movie. And I have to tell you, it's probably one of the most miserable movie watching experiences I've ever had. Is it because you had piss in your hand or because you were watching the movie? Because I was watching this crappy movie. Okay. Did you also have crap in your hand? No, just piss. Oh, okay. No shitting the bed. Okay. Matt, how My about son you? shits the bed. Oh, I'm all... um, well, if you wanted to go with three words of. I know. We're going to do three words oh. in a minute. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, uh, it was dog shit. It was, <laughs> it was, it was like literally taking my cat's shit and taking one of those spray bottles of gold. And spraying it all gold, right? But it still smells, and it is shit. And Wait, that's the but problem with it. You said it's dog shit, but then you said cat dog shit. shit cat shit. Be... I mean, Mike, of all people, you know that the, you know the difference. <laughs> There's not that much of a difference. But anyway, was... it felt it felt like I actually liked the other movies better because of the fact that this was so bad, but it actually used specific things from the games. So that means they'll never do it again in a movie. Like, they won't... You know what I mean? They're not going to recreate what they made in this movie that was very similar to the games. So it's almost like it sucks now because we ha they had that one shot to fix those other six movies, and they didn't. They fucked... Like, they literally just fucked it up. So here's where it gets interesting. For me, I, I've seen this movie now a couple of times, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But Whoa, how'd you do that? Well, one second on that one. So um, I had a horrendous feeling watching it the first time, and I, I really didn't like it. And... I will say over time, my opinion has changed a bit, not too much, but a bit. And it's a little bit contradictory to what I, my initial thoughts were and actually clashes a lot with what you guys were saying. So, um, Matt, you alluded to this. Really, the way that I think that we should look at this is that, you know, you mentioned that this movie is a little bit closer to what the games are. It's so what the I wanted first you guys... second game combined. Right, right. So what I wanted to do was 
figure out what were the three words that you use or that you think of when you hear Resident Evil. It could be the games, could be movies, whatever it is. And how do you fit this movie into those three words when you really think about it? So, Mike, I'll start with you just to figure out, like, what what is Resident Evil to you, knowing that you actually don't play the game, so your real exposure is these movies. So it'd be kind of interesting to hear your take. Um, and then where do you fit Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City within those three terms? Yeah, so for me, I think I have a unique experience because I've watched you both play the game. So I've experienced the games that I actually haven't played them myself. So the one thing when I think of Resident Evil is actually ambiance, like there's tension, there's music, there's a whole kind of environment thing to it where it's really about the location. It's about kind of that sense of dread. So ambiance is something that I always think about when I think of Resident Evil. And should I talk about my other words or should I explain ambiance first? Ambiance. Yeah. So for me, the, one of the the things that I didn't appreciate about this movie is just that it tried to set these different scenes, but they felt like disconnected set pieces. And like Matt said, they, they kind of smashed two games together into one story, and it just felt very different. Like I felt like I was watching two different things at the same time. Like the pace was weird. Um, the music I thought was really shitty. And what's funny is that. I actually really enjoyed the soundtracks that they had for those earlier movies. Like, I thought they had some really good songs on them. So the fact that, like, they use music, but they just use, like, weird, random 90s music to be like, oh, it's the 90s. But it didn't really have anything to do with the the story in any way. It didn't advance anything. There wasn't even anything cute about the music they used. Like, it just felt like, okay, random 90s song to throw in there. So for me, when I think Resident Evil, I think ambiance. And I thought it had moments, particularly the sections with Leon when they were in the police precinct. It felt like Resident Evil 2 a little bit, which I enjoyed. But then it would cut to, you know, the the mansion and the other location with different characters. So um, for me, I think ambiance, and it didn't it didn't meet that need for me because uh, I just think it made some really weird decisions. The other word I think of is gore, pretty gory movie. You know, the game is pretty gory. So I thought they did an okay job with there. The special effects were a little bit, eh, I'll, I'll share a little bit more about my thoughts with that. But I thought, you know, you think resident evil, you think zombies, you think monsters, you think all the stuff, you think gore. So I'd say the gore was at least there. Um, and then the last word for me is camp. Like I always find, the dialogue to be a little bit cringy but kind of in a funny way they like try to use that dialogue and they try to make those references like i even got the the jill sandwich reference and i just thought it was super lame um and what i liked about some of the games that i've seen like resident evil 2 3 and 4 again the dialogue is a little bit weird but it gives you a chuckle it's kind of like all right that, that's it's whatever but um the the camp wasn't there for me so i didn't even find anything like genuinely funny about this movie like nothing actually made me laugh or chuckle in any way so i, I just found that kind of soulless makes sense so matt well i'll make some comments on on all of that because i think that you're you hit the nail on the head with a lot of this stuff i mean the gore was definitely i i was surprised to see the level of gore in this one because i like you kind of had a feel from it that it was going to be a low-budget movie in the way that it was presented a bit, but I feel like they actually figured out ways of heightening some of the, the effects 
in some ways and other ways it kind of looks shitty but at the same time like there's a little bit of a balance with it uh the campiness i feel like they actually did find a weird way of trying to be campy but in their own way of doing it and like that's where they were trying to take liberties with the story, which I thought was a little strange that there was a, everything was already built for them and they actually wanted to go in a different route, but they tried to use that to like bring in the fun aspects of it. And it missed the mark sometimes. And the ambiance, um, I would agree. I think that they found, they found a way to make the movie feel very much like they were lifting from the game but then it starts to make you realize that it's a fucking video game and it should still feel like a game should feel like a game and a movie should feel like a movie and they went a little bit too far in the direction of making this feel like a game brought to the movies um matt so do you want to do your three because i know that you were looking at this as like you, you had your own list, but you kind of wanted to hear from us. So I can go next, or do you want to go next? Um, I mean, I could go next. Uh, I just want to ask Mike, you love the gore so much, especially that scene with the CG gigantic monster that had, like, two faces was so good. Which one? Boomtown one? or <laughs> Yeah, Boomtown. Boomtown okay. is uh, Neil McDonough, who was in the show Boomtown. The only thing everyone won't get that he came from. But uh, he played, uh, what was it, Spencer? N- not Spencer, uh, Birkin. William, William Birkin. Birkin. Yeah, from the games, William Birkin like, makes the G-Virus, for people who don't know. Um, so, to go off of what you're saying, Rob, if like I think of Resident Evil, the three things that come to me is like basically the Spencer Mansion, uh, stars, and then just like, like gun action in a game, but kind of not overwhelming zombies like that oh I only got one clip and I got four zombies like what the fuck am I gonna do type of thing so that that's where like the survival horror I mean I don't want to use that word basically I felt like this was diet Resident Evil because this easily could have been two movies and like they rushed the Resident Evil movie, and that was, to me, my favorite part of the movies, when they actually get to the Spencer Mansion, and they're actually doing shit from the game, and that always, to me, was the creepy part about Resident Evil, but throwing in, like, and I mean, I know what's gonna come with Rob about Leon, because, like, they butchered his ass. I mean, fucking character assassination. It was like 47 hitting a fucking point-blank target in terms of character assassination. But um, and then the last thing was some of the action was good. What I actually didn't like was guys like Chris and some of the other stars. They had like machine guns, which in the original game, it's like more just like guns and shotguns. And then it's like you don't even get a machine gun. And I thought that it's like if you're going to do if you're going to go hardcore, like go all out, give them like one clip. They have to get through, like, you know, one of the areas of the hallways or something like that. Not, they had a machine gun, and I was like, well, as long as you idiots kind of figure out to shoot him in the head, then you could, like, you have, like, the fucking perfect weapon for this shit. So, that was my little rant. You know, I thought it was odd that at no point, or at least not from what I remember, that anybody picked up an ammo clip. Yeah, that's true. Duly noted. Yeah. 
So a lot of what you're saying actually goes into what my three were for this. And I'll list them out. So characters, story, and replayability for me. So now the characters themselves, and you know, we've kind of mentioned it, what they did was they just took every single character from the first two movies and they put them in this movie. And they like tried to humanize all of them because in reality, like this is a batshit crazy story in general and everything that happens in the games is just bizarre and over the top and in no way would it feel like it's in a real world setting. And they tried to make this a real world setting for any of these characters um when it comes to leon and i know that's the most controversial out of all of them what i find interesting is that i i the initial time that i watched this i was like how could they do this to this character that is supposed to be you know like basically the the poster child of the resident evil series like chris is supposed to be the main star because he was in you know the first game but they really made Leon like the action star across the board for the whole series. And what they did for this movie is they made him an idiot. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, what would be kind of funny is that if Leon is presented as being an idiot in this because he is a rookie and he's the only one that has no experience at all. Were they actually thinking about this and figuring out how they can get to Leon being like the president's right hand man in the next movie which like he just kind of stumbles upon which would be actually kind of funny if they did it that way but i don't know if they have enough foresight to do that um so the characters it's like it's a bit of a hit or miss i actually like the the guy that played wesker i thought it was an interesting take on him um very different from the games because he's like an actual you know, I, I say human, um, like I was saying before, but this is a little bit different because he's not a super villain in the game, uh, in the movie. Um, and I, I just thought that it was a different way of taking it. And I thought that it was a more interesting way. It was almost like combining him and Barry together, um, which was a little bit unexpected for me. And then replayability. So... The other movies from, you know, the, the 2000s, which I find, I find that those movies were terrible and I didn't enjoy them, but they were movies that for some reason I can feel okay revisiting sometimes and just kind of having on in the background and, you know, they, they have fun bits to them. They just kind of look nice and, you know, it's, it's mindless. This movie is mindless in a different sense, but when I first watched it, I thought I would never watch this movie ever again. Now for this project, what ended up happening was I ended up watching this about two weeks before you guys did, and I forgot every single thing that happened. So yesterday, I rewatched it again after thinking to myself, I would never watch this again. And when I watched it yesterday, I actually had the ability to watch it with like, I can hear the audio. I don't have kids sleeping upstairs. I can actually play the audio and like hear it with all the, the, the effects and everything with like surround sound. And it actually felt like a pretty like 
theatric movie, which I was surprised. Um, and that last viewing of it, it actually turned, turned my opinion on it a little bit. And I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. But at the same time, the story is such a fucking mess. So it goes, you know, we've talked about it, how it meshes together one and two. And I was more curious to hear from you, Mike, to how exactly you perceived all of this, because you might have already seen us play these games before. And like from Matt and I's perspective, like we know all the story bits and we know where things are going to go. But from somebody that has very little knowledge of the games, this story must have felt like a complete fucking mess because it's all over the place. This movie was an hour and 47 minutes long, and they try to cram in like 12 hours of gameplay into that hour and 47. But like they try to also explain everything too, but to me, it just became that and then, and then, and then mindless nonsense of just constantly adding to a story that didn't need additions to it. So I was curious to hear, like, did you feel like you walked away from watching this movie and you felt like you actually understood Resident Evil in, in a sense that you can, like, actually speak a little bit more to what Resident Evil is? No. And I mean, part of that was part of my problem is that I remembered kind of the big set piece moments of the game. So like the train and uh, or the subway or whatever, like the tunnel when they end up in the tunnel. I remember the helicopter from the first uh, movie or the first game, rather. So I remembered these like bigger pieces of the game. And then to see them on in the movie, it's kind of like, OK, but then I didn't really feel the significance of it. It's it became like what do they call like the the member berries? It's just like remember this, remember that. So like I actually did remember seeing that from the games from like twenty years ago, but it didn't really resonate. It's like how does this really advance the story in any way? And what I found strange is that I found like obviously the other movies have some type of touch points to the game, but I felt like it was kind of a callback to the first movie with Mila Djokovic, like. It just felt weird like there were elements of it that made me think of that movie which is strange because like i'm feeling like i'm seeing the game being played out but it's making me think of that other movie and now making me like that other movie better like the zombie dog you know like i thought it was significantly done better in the in the movie that came out back in 02 you know and like this just seemed kind of lame so i mean yeah to explain this to anybody i have no idea what was happening and i think part of the problem that i had with the two the dialogue was atrocious and the way they introduce characters, it would be like, hey, I didn't catch your name. What's your name again? And it's like, oh, I'm Albert Wesker. And it's like, no one like talks like that. And even at the end with like the big twist that, you know, it's Ada Wong. It's like, he even said, oh, I didn't catch your name. What's your name? Ada. Ada Wong. It's like, who gives a shit? None of this means anything. So the, the most shocking thing for me, and I actually almost turned the whole thing off, was I couldn't figure out who, uh, you know, the guy who looks like Lin-Manuel's cousin. I couldn't figure out who that was. And then when they said that it was Leon Kenny, I'm like, you got to be fucking shitting me. I figured you, Rob, were about to hang yourself because you're in love with the guy. And this is who you get. Like, you should be getting the, what's the the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls, the lead singer that when I see him, I think <laughs> Leon Kennedy. I don't think, I don't think fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda. So I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I picked up on enough subtleties from the game, but to explain what the hell any of this means, I have no fucking clue. And, and here's the crazy thing about all of that, too, is that 
I've played the games, I mean, countless times to the point where, like, I know I know all the set pieces. I know, I, I'm going to say a majority of the story because I don't spend my time, like, reading all the documents and all that stuff. But there were things in here that I was just like, why bother? Why bother putting in the Redfields were orphans and that their, you know, parents died in a car accident and all this other stuff? I felt like it was unnecessary. And that was to me, what felt like an addition to the actual story, which they didn't need additions. They had enough shit in here that you didn't need to like add to it. But then I started looking it up and turns out that it's like, there. this was a reference from like a version of like a story that came out in Japan when the Sega Genesis version of the game or the Sega Saturn version of the game came out that there was the whole backstory about Chris and Jill. And I'm like, or Chris and, uh, and Claire, I'm just like, well, why bother? Like, now it turned into that whole thing where I'm trying to remember if I remembered this from this game or if they created this story. And then it made me wonder, like, who the fuck was this written for? Because it, it made me feel like it solidified the thought that these games are not meant to be movies. They are meant to be video games. And actually what they did in the 2000s with the other series was they made a movie series that followed the, the overall essence of the games. And it made that whole series make more sense to me. And it made me appreciate them a hell of a lot more because these, these should operate as two separate entities. And partly I look at it and I'm like, okay, great. They did what everybody has been asking. Let's just find different ways of recreating the story because the story's already built for you. And they did all these like crazy things too. Like I was, when I was watching it and I was watching when they got into the, the Spencer mansion and then they actually did like the camera angle of Chris walking up the stairs and he was like walking up the stairs exactly like the video game character. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. But I would rather play the fucking game then. Like, just make, like, why bother anymore? And this series, like, supposedly, they're actually going to continue making out of this, like, this world. They're going to make more movies. And it seems as though they're going in two different directions. I'm not sure which one. One is either going to be Code Veronica, which I've never finished. And I have no interest in it. They, they, they referenced it in the, the movie. Or they're going to go with Umbrella Chronicles, which was just like basically a side game that was like um, yeah, what like a fuck? clip show of the, the, the series and a light gun game. And that's pretty, pretty much what they try to do here, where it was like a clip show of one and two. And I'm like terrified to know what they could potentially do if they try to like encapsulate everything about um, Umbrella in one movie, because it's going to be like four fucking hours long. And it's going to suck. So why bother? Wait, I have a question. Matt, the... There's the character who's like, kind of, I don't know, like a sentient zombie or something. The one that's in the orphanage with the... Oh, Lisa Trevor. Lisa Trevor. Yeah, is that something from the game? That was from the remake of Resident Evil 1. They put that she was, like, experimented on. She's in the basement, and you gotta take her out. So that's okay. where they got... That was that little section. Yeah, I don't like that 
they had to make everything connect like the red fields being like oh they were actually experimented on by umbrella and the whole Leon thing, it, the, the problem wasn't the actor. It was just the idea of him being kind of, because I understand what Rob's saying, like, oh, well, he was, he's a rookie, but he would have been more trained. And I know they tried to get around that by saying that he's, his father was like a big wig or something or big shot. So that's why, but I just didn't understand what that added to the character. Like you could have still made him meeker in like a subtler way. But you didn't have to make him a fucking complete buffoon. Like he was just like, "Oh, what? I have a gun? Oh my god, I'm going to shoot!" Then, like at the end, when he takes the fucking rocket launcher and shoots the giant tyrant or whatever, I'm just thinking to myself, you know, you're gonna make everybody explode in this. Like a real fucking rocket launcher would have like obliterated Chris and. Uh, what's it called, uh, fucking Claire. And, like, they, they, there's, like, no blood anywhere. There's no nothing. I, I, I'm just like, come on, man. Like, th- th- you could make it a little bit better. A little bit better. Like, anybody could... It, it doesn't add anything, you know? So, Matt, if, if they were given the reins to make another Resident Evil movie, and they did it in this same vein, where they were trying to be as true to the source material as possible, you're looking at the same exact team that's going to be creating this. Which movie would you have them create out of the Resident Evil series? I would probably say... Shit. I mean, you can't really do three, because three takes place during the same time as two. Oh, that was another thing that they batted them both on the same day. Because remember, it was that it's like the summer of... 1998, and then September 1998, that's when uh, Raccoon City gets blown up. Yes, Mike, we know this really obscure shit, but um, I would say you would maybe have to do four, but see, it would be a fucking embarrassment, because the way they made the character, all of a sudden, now he's super cool. It just, I I don't know, it just wouldn't work. I mean, uh, fuck. I, I guess, like, Code Veronica would be the one. If that, that would be, that's I would put money on that's the one they would go with. And actually, I think that one's going to make the most sense out of all of them because it's so cartoony. And it would be a little bit like, I feel like in their hands, they might actually be able to do something that feels okay. But it also is probably because I don't have any connection to the source material at all. Well, did you you, said you never played Steve, the character Steve? I I played, I got to the same exact part in that game every single time. I've, I mean, I've tried playing this game probably about 10 times. And I get to the part where, like, with, like, the, whatever they are, like, that leech thing that, like, his arm extends and he can, like, grab you from anywhere. And I shut it off after that. So I, I just can't get past that. So yeah, go ahead, make that movie. That character, uh, Steve, just the reason why I'm bringing him up, so because he was made fun of so much because he had, it sounded like a teeny bopper doing the voice and he looked like Leonardo DiCaprio, but I mean like exactly like they photoshopped Leonardo DiCaprio's face on. And he always has like twin Uzis and he's the worst character. And it's, and so like, think about this team now. Okay. Taking a character that sounds that bad and imagine what they would do with the, like they would make it even worse. Like they would actually figure out to make it worse if they're making good characters <laughs> bad in this one already. Yeah, I have I mean, no faith. No, 
if I were to say, like, if you can try to recreate a movie out of any of the games, don't touch four because four is too long. And it, if these and people sacred, just could, kind of. it's like don't no, mess that I mean, one I think it, I think it's fine. I think that the remake of four allows for no, like enough ways that you can actually like make that into a movie, and it would feel a little bit better. But like, just. I don't know. I, I would say Village out of not Village, um, Biohazard would probably oh, be a good one. one to yeah. Seven would be a good one to that, do it. That would yeah. That actually, you know what? You hit the nail on the head. That's the one to do because that's just like that bullshit reboot where you don't have to use the characters from the yeah. other movies, but you could throw in little member berries somewhere. You know, right? Yeah, exactly. I feel like that would be like the safest out of all of them, and I feel like people aren't as connected. Like. I think that, you know, the Ethan character is what it is, and I don't think that he's got, like, yeah, he's the same cachet as the original characters. So it might actually be something that could be pulled off. At the same time, don't fucking make another movie. Well, like, yeah, that's the done. other better answer. Actually, Rob, yeah, we... you know what? Oh, sorry. No, no, could we make a commitment that this is done? Like, we're not watching any more of these fucking The challenge movies. is over. <laughs> No more challenge. Like I, I'm not surviving the horror. <laughs> you guys didn't Dude, realize that this is this goes to the grave with us. As long as that there's live action Resident Evil movies, we're going to be doing this series. And then oh, coming the back from the dead here. to just fucking watch another one. That's all we get. <laughs> no, honestly, Rob, would you? What? Which Resident Evil would you direct? And I think you actually. I know it's. I don't know what your favorite Resident Evil besides four is, but I feel like seven. If like you, if we gave you like a million dollars, I feel like that's the movie you'd adapt is Resident Evil Seven. Um, I actually like Village more. Really? See, I didn't play Village, and we didn't talk about it. So Village has a. It has a lot more character to it. Seven is like a good condensed story that feels like an Evil Dead game, where um, Village feels like a it feels like a modern take on what Resident Evil Four is in the sense that it's like they cram a lot of shit in it, but they do it in a way that feels like it feels like it actually captures the gothic feel that they were trying to do in Four. Okay. In a more interesting way. If you take story to story, they do it a hell of a lot better in Village than they did it at all in Four. Okay. Um, and that feels like an actual horror movie versus like any of the other games. Like you can make the argument that Resident Evil One is like a good horror story, but it really isn't. It's just like. What's well, the experience of like the game? That's right. It. It's 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 somewhat like um like a retelling of Alien, but with zombies. Mm-hmm. But they don't do it with the same level of you know expertise. Um, but then Village feels a little bit more like it's like now they've achieved what they needed to. They they got to the point where the graphics meet up with the story, and the story meets up with the graphics. The characters and the monsters are a little bit more interesting. So it really kind of like blended everything back together in what I feel like was probably like 
that's a great starting off point, even though it takes a lot of characters from the rest of the series. But it's a great way to see, like, this is what it's evolved to. And it it sets the standards for what they should be doing moving forward. Wow. But to answer your question... Because I was never going to play it. Oh, no, I I definitely recommend it. But to answer your question about the one that I would direct, it would actually be Resident Evil 3. And the reason why is that I feel like as a condensed movie story, that one is perfect. It is a giant beast of a monster chasing down a collection of people, and it's supposed to just end with Jill. So going after the stars, but I mean, most of the game you're just seeing him go after Jill anyway. But it also, like but is like, Carlos big into it? Actually, the guy who played Leon would maybe have been a good Carlos, to be honest with you. That's racist. Yeah. That's that not, no, that's thing. not what I meant. Okay, all right. Like Moving on. But I think that that would be, um, I think, like, bell to bell, that's probably going to be your best movie story. They did a pretty good job when it came to Apocalypse and trying to make that all work. Yeah, but, but I think if you really just like, yeah, but I think that if you just made that game into a movie, I think you can do something kind of special with it. Did you notice in Apocalypse too that there was a little Easter egg that I noticed? The cowboy guy is actually from Dino Crisis Two, but they put him in the Resident Evil movie. I, I just realized that as you said, Apocalypse. I've never, I've never played Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis 2, dude, that's the game. If you recommend me 8, I'm recommending you Dino Crisis 2. Right. Mike, you have anything to add to this? Um, no. What I will say is that the, the highlight of the movie for me was truly the guy calling the dog a son of a bitch. That's, that's really what I sad. took away from those movie. <laughs> that's really sad. That's yeah. Move, okay, so Rob, what uh, what's your final thoughts? Final thoughts are: we did it. The chapter of this surviving the horror series has been closed now until the next one. Oh, no, Rob, come on, no, come on, Rob, no, no, itchy, tasty. It's a gentleman. Thank you for taking this challenge. Thank you for accepting it. Thank you for completing it mostly because Mike, I don't think you ever watched the the final chapter. So you gotta I get on that. I did watch it. I did watch oh, it. Oh. Well, there you go. Well, congratulations. You made it. Thank you. Good job, Mike. So we success. have we have survived this horror for now, but the horror will continue. It's been real. It's been good but it hasn't been real good.